Hi, this is Kevin J. Anderson, and you should be reading one of my books. But if you are all caught up with the entire Dan Shamble Zombie P.I. series, or whatever else of mine you like, then you should listen to The Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. Those guys are whacked. Sounded aggressive, didn't it? <laughs> like I caught them with their hand in the cookie jar. Hey, gang! You motherfuckers! Um. Hey, gang, you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz? I can't. I, the first time was aggressive, so I figured rain it back, go the opposite end. I feel you. Right on. Uh, and welcome to the episode, I want to say 116, but I am not going to lay money on that. No, I think you're right, because I am currently not cutting 114. <laughs> and, you are, and, you, and you already have 115, or wait, this is 115. No, this yeah. is 116. I cut 113. You're, you were supposed to have cut 114, 15, 16, and the Scooby commentary. All right, well. You need to get your ass on the ball, huh? <laughs> yep. I told you, dude, I'm going to fucking see a Patreon shit, and you're over here like, isn't shit cool, man? <laughs> I'm like, sure, you want to get to cut, and you're like, you got to be so hostile. <laughs> You're not totally wrong. <laughs> You've called me hostile? No. <laughs> Most of it is actually I can't get onto the fucking computer. Every time I turn around, somebody's on the motherfucker. Well, I told you, I've got a beat up old one you can use just for that. And be like, fuck you, this is mine's. I don't, I don't think I said that, but. No, I'm saying you can oh, say oh, that. Oh, oh, I can say that. When they're like, give me the computer, you can be like, fuck you, this is mine. This is for... It's for work purposes only. This is for work, not work. This is for free work. <laughs> right. This is for the opposite of work, I, I guess. I guess this is just for playing. Go ahead, play your game, it's fine. <laughs> no! Goddamn motherfucker! <laughs> See how I always get back to that? Yeah. I always get back to the given in part. You don't fucking give in to me when I'm like, hey, we should do this. You're like, oh, no. Oh. When have I ever done that? Uh, for four fucking years, five years, maybe. I've been like, we should fucking read the X-Men Star Trek novel. And you're like, mm, yeah, I don't like crossovers. Oh, my God. For five <laughs> years. Why do you give so in to everybody but for me? Fi for five years. Huh? That, was, that was episode one. You suggested that? I mean, since Book Club, which was like episode... Well, we started recording those early. That was one of the earliest books I suggested, and we were like, we're doing Dark Disciple, and I was like, yay, Star Wars. 
this was pre my love a truck too, and you were still like, eh, I didn't get crossover. I told you I'd read it now. Have you gotten a copy? Uh, no. Your Honor, I rest my case. <laughs> it's funny that I had to struggle to pull something out of my ass, and all I could come up with was that book. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, we talked about Loki last episode, didn't we? Yes. Okay. It's, it's going to sound like a non sequitur, even though the Loki bringing up was, because I was like, I'm done with fucking breaking your nuts about that. Let's move on. <laughs> your nuts have been completely broken. I'll give you time to prepare them by saying, have you ever heard of uh, Oak Island? Oak Island? Yeah, and I think Nova Scotia. Uh, I don't think so, no. There's a fucking... Uh, TV show on History Channel called The Curse of Oak Island. The Curse of the Blair Witch? Yes! Oh my god. You've heard of this shit too? Yeah. No, Curse of Oak Island. You've never heard of this? I don't think so. Really? This seems like something that would be way up your alley. Wait, what's the curse? Maybe I have heard it and I just didn't know. Well, there's what this island in Nova Scotia called Oak Island. Yeah, and it's cursed, right? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, I don't think I've Doesn't heard that. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there's a sh- there's a show about it called The Curse of Oak Island where these two brothers have bought up a lot of the island and they're searching for a treasure that was, it's been talked about for like 200 years or something that's supposedly buried on this island. And this, this is real? This, this is 100% real legit all stuff that has been talked about. It's not like Blair Witch where it was just a fucking movie and then right. But know, I mean they made they, a but, fake documentary. Right, but the, the this thing is real. These guys are really doing this. Right. Real legends, real people. Okay. Um but there's a show on History Channel where these brothers have bought most of the island and they're trying to find this treasure that's been talked about. But I think the curse of Oak Island is that um the treasure won't be found until seven people have died. So far, six have died on the island looking for it. Oh shit! So one of these brothers is gonna die. Somebody's gonna die. One of these one of these brothers is gonna die, and the other guy's gonna be a billionaire. Yeah. Um. But the show has run for like ten years on History Channel, and it's just them fucking going around the island digging shit up for ten um, years. Oh, they've been doing it longer than that. But, I mean, the show has lasted 10 years. Yeah, it's something like 130 episodes or some shit. Of just dudes going around digging holes with nothing in it. Well, no, they find some shit. Oh. Like, they find coins and shit like that. Oh, okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's just fucking two little kids with shovels. So it's just, so it's just like a fucking weird version of American Pickers? Kinda, yeah. Hmm. Okay. But no, it's it's just two little kids with shovels. Did I give you the impression that it's adults? Hmm. And they, uh, the one said at one time he's gonna dig to China. Did he get there? Uh, no, he's only got about three feet down, and then his mom told Uh-oh. him it was time for dinner. Oh, gotcha. It's weird. It's kind of sad. Hmm. But riveting for ten years. No. <laughs> 
Uh, there is a Loki connection, I promise you. We'll get to it. But it kind of has a flair of In Search Of to it. Okay. This it sounds uh, interesting. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they can't. I can't believe they got 10 years out of this. It's. It seems like it's a decent island. There's a lot of fucking lore and shit around it. The one thing, Ma and I have talked about this a bunch, because any time they find anything, they they try to tie it to something like, it's alleged that Shakespeare's original manuscripts are on this island. It's alleged that the fucking Templars were on this island. It's alleged that the fucking Crown Jewels uh-huh. are on this island and some shit. It's, it's like everybody tries to tie every fucking legend or myth that involves any type of tra- treasure to this island. Um... King Herod's treasures been fucking speculated to be on this island. Man, a lot of people know about this fucking island but me. Yeah. You're fucking sleeping over here. <laughs> but the reason I brought that up is because I thought it was cool. Here's the Loki tie. I think it was in the penultimate episode of Loki. I was watching it and it was one of those moments where the screen, you know, cleared up and I could see it in almost HD. Yeah. You know that ticker in the TVA office that tells, like, where shit's going bad? Yeah. On that ticker, I saw for just a flash of a second, it said, Oak Island, Nova Scotia. Really? So it's like, clearly everybody but you knows about this, because even the fucking... Even the TVA knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I, I figured you would know all about it, because it is kind of fascinating. Yeah, never heard of it. Well, fucking time to do some research, son. I can see the Wikipedia rabbit hole I'm going down tonight. You damn skippy. But yeah, if you do and you watch some of it or you read about it, Mm -hmm. let me know and we can do a deep dive on that. But it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, Um, sounds sounds interesting. And the other thing is like this, the one brother, he got real interested in it because like in the 60s or 70s or some shit, there was an article in Reader's Digest about it. Oh, so he read. So he read it when he was a kid. He read it as a kid. And now he's grown up and fucking. Oh man, that'd be following. like if that'd be like if I uh, if I bought uh, the uh, the place where the guy made the sculptures out of these big huge stones in Florida. Oh okay. What the fuck's the name of the place though? Oh, I know. We just talked about it not too long ago. I know. That's what I'm saying. It'd be like me buying that. Right, and looking around for clues and shit on it. Coral yeah. Castle. Coral Castle. Coral Castle. Yep. That, it's exactly what it would be. It would be like if you bought that and went searching for clues or some reason for it or something beyond, no, oh, he's a kooky artist. Yeah, it, same thing. It's pretty cool. Well, you know, I do like that kooky shit. I know you do. That's why I thought you would fucking I know. know about you it. You thought I'd know about it, and I disappointed, as usual. Yet again. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a cool tie on Loki, but never mind. Yeah, Jesus Christ. that's a, How the fuck do you see that? Like I said, it was one of those... Rare moments where it wasn't like I was watching in fucking 240 where it wasn't all blocked out and shit. That's what's fucked up. It, it, in waves, it, it does that. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's based on your cell signal. Right. No, I know. Yeah. Your internet speed drives me crazy when that happens. I, I can't imagine trying to watch something all the time like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it and you're like, holy shit, it's that bad. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's no good, dude. I know. Basically, listening to an audio drama. Uh huh. With some with some with some colored smudges. Well, I was gonna say it's like an impressionistic audio drama. Mm hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. Well, we're gonna rectify that situation. <laughs> yeah. 
maybe fucking figure it out. And uh, we were talking about it. Did, speaking of Marvel shit, did you see that they uh, changed the ending of WandaVision? I saw I saw an article that said something about that. What was it? They sh- they showed Doctor Strange. They added a shadow of Doctor Strange. Like he's it. Like he's in that room with her, or that he's right at the very end. Right. Hmm. Which, see, that's the thing I don't like about this streaming shit. Like, they can go in and change it at end. I know I fucking, I don't care when George did it, well, but that was a but, slightly different thing. But you knew when he was doing it, you didn't have to be like, right. you didn't have to know, oh, I gotta go watch Star Wars and see what changed this week. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing, too, is like, that was his thing, he owned it. This is them fucking with, you know, a bunch of people's work. Decades long, people have put their print on... You know, these characters, this isn't them being like, well, I created this character, so I can do what I want with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, that's the thing, that's why it never bothered me when George did it. It it wasn't like he was going in and being like, well, I'm going to add fucking Muppets to, you know, Conan the Barbarian. They're like, you had nothing to do with that. And he's like, I know, I just want to. But anyway, yeah, that's all. Hmm, interesting. So free comic day happened. It did. Today was free comic book day. And I went. And for the first time, I don't count last year because that was a wash. I know they tried to stretch it out over the summer, but fuck you, that doesn't count. Yeah, we didn't go last year at all. We weren't going anywhere at all. Right. So yeah, it would be the first time since 19, I guess. Yeah, but for the first time since I've been getting comics um, in like... Let's see, they said it's only been going since like 2001. So shit, I got in on it right when it started, basically. Because since like 2006, 7, or 8, it's the first time since then that, that I haven't gone out. Oh shit, I should I should have come out and got you. Eh. Well, you remember a few months ago, I asked you if you were going, you're like, it's happening? And I was like, I say it is. And you were like, well, remind me. You do remember that, right? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, because I didn't want you to think I was hassling you, being like, I want that fucking Critical Role book. No, no, no. I, re- I remember... Okay. I just didn't know it was still on, you know, shit gets canceled and postponed. I know, but I was getting that odd feeling lately that you thought I was being like, you need to go out. I need you to. No, not at all. I just wanted to make sure. No, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel like that. I was just like, I I didn't know whether we were going or not. Right. Well, that's why I asked you like two times in the last couple weeks, because you told me months ago, just remind me when it gets closer and I'll let you know. But yeah, I took the kids out. Uh... Masked up, went in, got some free comics. Um, did you get anything fun? <laughs> did I get anything fun? Yeah. Uh, well, my kids didn't want anything from the free comic table. Not interested in any of that shit. <laughs> it was funny. Bernie picked up a whole bunch of dice he was going to get. He picked up all these dice out of the big dice bowl. Oh. I wanted to get all these dice. I'm like, dude, I have got so many dice at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> from the from the the male thing you know from the Ooh-la-la. yeah and uh <laughs> he's like yeah but look at this one this one's cool i was like okay fine so yeah, you got but you ain't got this do you douche right <laughs> exactly <laughs> frankie got some little blind bag final figure things mm. but yeah they didn't want anything from that i couldn't even, the, if if we didn't have if we hadn't had it already we would have got the i did see they had not on the free table but they had the the newest issue of that Batman Scooby Mysteries. Oh, you've been getting that? Digital. Aw. Yeah. It's okay. It's not as good as Team Up. Yeah. Man, I didn't know you've been reading that. Yeah. 
I forgot we we did start reading that. Damn. Okay. But that was the only thing remotely that they would have been interested in. Either one of them, really. And they, you didn't tell them like, "Hey, I want this." Just say you want it, and they're like, "No, fuck you." No. Really? If, if there was something I wanted, I would have just got it. I don't give a fuck. Oh. Did you have a hard time filling the five? Uh, yeah, that wasn't anything that I was super interested in. Really? Mm, not really. I almost, uh, yeah, because this year they they had a five book limit. Yeah. And since my kids didn't want any anyway, I was just like, well, I'm not going to get like 15 books and be like, oh, look, it's for the three of us. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I got I got your critical role book for this year and last year. Oh, they did have last year. I guess they had two different ones. Awesome. So I got those two, and then I got the only other ones I saw that you were on your list was the they had the Archie one and the Smurfs one. Right. And then the fifth one, Bernie actually did pick a, a Sonic book. I normally get that too. Do you? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Nobody's said anything about it since we got home, so it may be coming your way too. Holy fuck! So really, <laughs> the only reason you went out is for me? No, I looked for. Um, I was looking for some D and D miniatures to paint. Oh. But uh, they didn't have the ones I was looking for, so I ended up not buying any. Gotcha. Yeah. See, that's normally why we would hit like two or three shops. Because I've noticed that rarely does every shop have everything. Right. Because, like, I told you there was an Assassin's Creed book. I don't think I saw an Assassin's Creed book. We, uh, one year when they had that, I was like, I need this book because I love fucking Assassin's Creed, dude. The fucking novels, the games, and now the comics. I've read, I think, just the free comic day ones, and it's just like, oh, this is so good. So I was like, I need this. We had to go to three shops to find it. No shit. And you know, they like, were they were doing crazy. it at the library this year. Do they usually oh, do that? They? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. that um, Jennifer got an email that said, it was an email from the library that said they were doing it. That's cool. So we almost went there too, but I was like, well, they don't want any of this shit. She's like, well, they have anything different at the library? I'm like, no, it's all the same shit. Not true. <laughs> well, it's mostly the same. Yeah. The chances of them having some miracle, miraculous book at the library that they didn't have at Newcastle Comics that my kids would be like, oh, yeah, I want that. Oh, fuck that. I'm talking about myself now. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd read about, uh, just talking about the other ones that were on my list, that Gloomhaven. I've yeah. heard that that's sort of like a and d sort of book. That's why I was like, that sounds interesting. That's like a board game, isn't it? Gloomhaven? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's their first foray into comics, I think. Oh. I was like, well, maybe interesting. Well, they need to do a fucking uh, Betrayal at Hill House comic, because that would be awesome. Yeah. That's a game I've seen played on Will Wheaton's tabletop. That's what dr- has really driven my obsession with that game. Oh, yeah. Because it just looks so fucking fun, dude. Yeah, it's like one of those complicated-ass games, isn't it? Uh, it didn't look too complicated. I mean, they're... There's some extraneous rules that it's like you could probably simplify this. And there's a Scooby-Doo version, which I'm sure they did simplify it a bit. Oh, right. I remember you showing me that. Yeah. Scooby board games have gotten kind of popular again. There's been like three in the last two, three years. Yeah. And for Scooby, that's popular. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, that Betrayal at Hill House, that looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it's hard to, find, just... a, it's hard to find a good board game that's not so fucking complicated that it takes days to play it. Right. Or you need, like, a master's degree to figure out. Well, I could send you that link to that episode of Tabletop that he did, and 
give it a watch. It's fun. But yeah, free comic day. Yeah, but like I said, they didn't have the ones that I was looking for. I was right. Spoilers. I'm looking for uh, ones that I could paint for our campaign. Ooh. But it's hard to find ones like the all the Dragonborn ones look fucking awesome and look like they would work for your character really easy. Right. But the other stuff I was I've been looking online and uh, I'd never even thought of that. They've got some good shit, but it's like a piece from this one would work better with this one. You know what I mean? I'd have mm. to like so I was like, well, maybe I could just I could just get different ones and chop them up and customize them. You know? Right. Well, I went and saw them today. Holy shit, they are so fucking tiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm used to, I think they're the same scale as Warhammer figures. Okay. But I'm I'm used to, um, like, Space Marines and Orcs and shit, which are, like, seven, supposed to be, like, seven feet tall and, like, you know, 600, 700 pounds. So they're, like, right. they're, like, bigger than a human being, even though they're a human being. They're bigger than a human being, even, anyway. Right. So I'm used to the, that size, and so I've looking at one that was a gnome and it was like as big as a fucking dime and i was like holy fuck how am i gonna paint that holy yeah dude you you're not looking in the right places what do you mean because i've seen like minis that are like you know three four inches tall and shit like that three or four inches tall yeah that's not a mini anymore it's like that's like a fucking statue i said inches not feet well i mean like a bust or like a you know what I mean. It's like a Hummel. That, no, it's not. That's. I guess I've watched too much Critical Role because their fucking minis are like two, three, two, three, four inches tall, somewhere in there. So you, I guess, so they can pick out the detail on camera. I guess so, but goddamn, those are big. Those must be like. Um, I mean, they do make ones that are like a huger scale. Yeah. But they're not necessarily for. Um, I mean, I guess you can use them. You just have to have a bigger fucking table and a bigger map. Huh. You know, it's just a bigger scale. See, that doesn't seem all that big to me. It's not that big, but when you're talking Ouch, about... Ouch, hurt my pride. Well, <laughs> man, you fucking led me right into that. <laughs> Damn. That took some fucking work, but you finally got there. Please tell me that was... You were doing that on purpose the whole time? Uh, About, like... Five percent in, I was like, "Hey, this would be fun." Okay. <laughs> like after I, you know, when you're like, "Those are huge," I was like, "Okay, let's let's work this one a bit." Uh, but do they really? <laughs> does Critical Role really have four inch tall? Yeah, no, no, they they do. Yeah, like wow. Looking at it, at at the very least, they're like two inches tall. Still bigger than what I'm thinking of, or what I'm. Wow. You know, like yeah. Warhammer figures are probably. No, I guess Warhammer figures are probably two inches. Yeah, I think they... Well, this could be part of the problem. They get their shit from, like, Dwarven Forge and whatnot. Oh, yeah, they get custom-made fucking whatever fucking size they want. Well, I'm sure they can fucking walk into any place and be like, yo, do this, we'll fucking... That's what I'm saying. ...pay you and call you an advertiser. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) I'm proud of myself, though, for that. Yeah, you should be. (laughs) I've seen there's places now where like you can literally down to the fucking minutest details apparently customize and make a mini. Yeah, I know. I was looking at one the other night, Hero Forge. Yeah, that's them. Yeah, Critical Role sponsors. Now I didn't know you could get ones that big though. I don't remember. I don't remember what they said how big they were. Hold on, we look it up. 
Okay. Oh yeah, but I went I went through and made my made mine made my guy. Yeah. But it's still. And they were like seventy five, eighty. Twenty bucks. That's not actually bad. That's not actually terrible, no. Huh. But it's um. Let's see if I can get to. Real quick, because you never did answer me a few weeks ago when I asked you what was that disc bound uh, notebook company? Rook and Raven. Yeah, they're other Critical Role sponsors. Are they really? Yep. Although they're a big deal then. Because they were talking about them in an episode and I was like, that sounds fucking familiar. Huh. A few weeks ago when I was listening to it and I asked you and then we got off talking about something else and you never answered. So I, I've been meaning to ask you while we've been on the phone, hmm. but sure as shit. Wow. And the way they praise these notebooks, like even when they're not sponsors, they're still blowing these notebooks. Yeah. I mean, they look really cool, but I don't know. Something about them still seems not chintzy or flimsy, but I don't know. Those The disc binding thing it just doesn't seem like it would hold up very well, but I guess it must. I I would think so, because the one fucker says they've filled like three of them already. Hmm. Speaking of fucking notebooks and Critical Role, they've got this leather bound. I don't know if it's sold out yet or not, but they've got this leather bound notebook with like metal and pieces on the corners and the metal CR logo on it. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. And it's got like leather ties to close it. It's mm. fancy and it looks awesome. Hmm. Let's see. 2X size. We know many users design figures for non tabletop gaming uses as well. For those users, we also offer 2X scale statuettes. Huh. Which, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, it's 1 30th scale. So one inch for every 30 inches. So uh, a 72 inch, six foot tall person would be. Two inches, two and a half inches, almost almost two and a half inches. So that's must what's that must be what they're doing. They get the double X. They get right. the double the double size ones. Huh. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. You really should give it a shot, dude. I know you're like, that'll make me feel like I'm not good or whatever. You've said that before, which I think is horseshit. Uh, yeah. But I th- I think you'd dig it. I keep I- I'm almost there because I'm so sick of listening to the radio on the way home. I and, thought you were going to say, I'm so sick of listening to you talk about it. No, 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 no. Uh, no, I'm, I'm so tired of, of listening to just broadcast terrestrial radio on the way home. Right. There's never anything good on. Um, I try to listen to the ESPN channel, the sports talk channel, because it's just people talking about shit that I barely care about. Because <laughs> I haven't been wanting to be like invested in anything and like i've right. fallen out of love with like all my comedy podcasts and yeah just all that shit i've just fallen i'm just like i don't care anymore and uh so i'll i'll listen to music on my phone like right. uh, like i can get music from amazon and stuff stream it so I've, now i'm fucking tired of that i can't i can't put any music on in the car that i give a shit about so i'm looking for something to fill that dead air to fill that dead hole in my soul <laughs> Right. So I'm almost there. I was thinking of, like, just talky podcasts. Uh, the three options I would give you would either be Dragon Talk, mm-hmm. Nerd Poker, or Critical Role. Those were all three ones I was thinking about, so. Uh-huh. And with Critical Role, I would start with Campaign 2. Okay. I'm the type that if I'm going to get into something, I always go to the beginning, because it's like, if I can't handle you at your worst, then this isn't going to work. And yeah. I mean... You know, I had a few issues at the start, like 
it's a lot of voices. There's like eight people at the table. Uh. So it's it does get a little chaotic. But with campaign two, they're all doing different enough voices to where it's easier to lock on and on who's who. Mm-hmm. So start with campaign two, and if you get into it and you like it, and it's good because campaign two is over now, so you've got the whole thing. And you could probably listen to that on a week of driving back and forth to work. Probably. Like one episode a week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you dig that, then go back and start with campaign one. Yeah, I might have to try it because, like I said, I'm just burnt out on everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I found... That's why I found Critical Role. That's why I found uh, Next Conversation. That's why I found Nerd Poker, even though you and J-Sarge had suggested it. I just wasn't to that point with D&D yet, and that's why I found Dragon Talk, because it's like I've kind of listened and re-listened to all these other things enough to the point where it's like I'm, I've had my fill for now. Let's branch out. Yeah, I, it's not exactly the same problem I'm having, but... No, I know. But yeah, it's like my problem is more like... When I, get, I don't like you fuckers anymore. No, when I get in certain uh, mind spaces, yeah, um, I like isolate. Yeah, so oh, I know. so like I'm even isolating from my fucking podcast. <laughs> right. All of my all of my imaginary friends, I'm a, I'm a, uh, isolating from. Yep, I understand. But I'm just saying, like I I had, had enough in a similar sort of way. I had had enough, and it's like I need something else because this ain't doing it. Yeah, and that's how I found all this shit. I've actually started listening to, not regularly, because I've got enough other shit to listen to. It's it's a dude who actually wrote a story in Candlekeep. Okay. And he was on Critical Role. He's got a uh, D&D podcast streaming show called High Rollers. That's all Brits. Oh. I know, dear boy. La-di-da. So, if, if you're into, like, accents and shit, it's a good thing for that. Um... But yeah, I think I'm only like six episodes into that. And what's cool about that is like, they do long episodes like Critical Role, but what they do is like, when they go to take their break, they split it, so you get the first half as a podcast and the second half as a podcast. Ah. Which I kind of wish CR did that too. Yeah, they don't just fill it with commercials. Right. But, and oh my god, you want to talk about commercials? I've been a fan of Conan for god knows how long, since I was a little kid, as far back as I can remember. His podcast is insufferable with the fucking commercials. Really? Like, at least... And he never, he rarely ever goes over an hour. At least ten minutes of every show is commercials, at the very least. No shit. They do them at the top, they do them in the middle, and then they do one at the end before they do the, re, the uh, wrap-up. Yeah, that's how some of the ones I listen to... Like, their, their commercials at the top would be like fucking six minutes long and it's like jesus and i i understand yes you can skip it yeah but if you're fucking in the middle of doing something right you're not gonna kind of a pain in the dick to fucking clean your hands off dry your hands off fucking right pull out whatever you're doing and then now uh, and then now uh (laughs) and more recently they've gotten to where like the the advertisers are like no you have to do it in the middle of the show too you have to do like right. the, my, uh, for ours, we want it done like 10, 15 minutes into the show. Oh, yeah. Advertisers have been doing that for a while where yeah, it's no, like you've got to do. I know, but pre- I'm just saying you can't even just like. Pre-roll, mid-roll. Some of them are like, and you've got to say at a certain point, this episode is sponsored by. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, too. Yeah. 
And it's always things that I'm going to go out and fucking do. Oh, yeah. It's a $2,000 mattress and some fucking dick shaving equipment. Right. Which, did you ever get back to them? I didn't. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I keep forget. I, I keep forgetting I'm supposed to do that. That's all good. Um, <laughs> good Lord. Dick shaving equipment. That's uh-huh. a good fucking title. <laughs> yep. Yep. The only time I got hooked into that was uh, Dollar Shave Club. Ah, uh, I was into that for a bit. Use. I had so I have, dude. I'm still using those razors, and I haven't. Holy fuck! Because I, well, I don't use disposable razors anymore. I started using safety razors. Ah, uh, they work so much better. But yeah. uh, but there's always like little bits that I can't get with the safety razor. So those are good for getting into like like under your nose and. Dude, they're not sponsoring us. Like no, I'm just saying. <laughs> But uh, but that's what I used them. That's what I got them for. I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll sign up for this and I'll just use these, you know, for my touch up, whatever. Right. And, uh, for the taint. Well, no, but there was just like they would just keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing. I'm like, I still got a whole fucking pack from the last time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I only I don't shave that often, first of all, and I'm only using these for like little bits of cleanup. You know, not even like the bulk of the shaving. So they're like not getting dull. So I probably have seven seven packages of four. Holy fuck balls! <laughs> Before I finally was like, I I gotta I gotta cancel this. I can't I can't keep paying for these fucking razors. I got enough razors to last me the rest of my life. <laughs> right? That's fucking crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that they're in stores now? The whole purpose of that thing was like we're not in stores. Cut out the middleman. Now they're in stores. Dollar Shave Club is. Yeah, I think Target. Oh, I knew uh, that Harry's Razors. Yeah. That started out a podcast sponsor, and they're in stores now, too. Well, so was Casper, and everything else was in. I think Target ended up buying Casper. Did they? I think, yeah. That's why they fucking quit blasting every podcast, except this one. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. I'd take some of that free, uh, that, that sweet Casper money. Fucking A, I'll take a free mattress. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking. It's a pretty fucking sad that we're like, we don't even need the money. Just give us the free shit. Fucking a. <laughs> Unless it's razors, because I don't use those. Fucking then Clearly. you can give me some money. You're like fucking. I've got enough for the next forty years. Give me money too. Yeah, free comic day minis. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, the point of the point of that was, I thought, oh, I'm just gonna, I'll be able to chop these up and customize them and mix and match right. parts and stuff. And the, these things were so fucking tiny. I was like, oh, my God, there's no way I can mm. be able to like, cut the head off of this one and put it on this other body. Or Going to have to train a fucking rat to do it. Right. <laughs> With tiny fingers. Right. And, you know, yeah. honestly, they weren't as clean looking as I thought, as I thought they would be. Like, they they look, like, when you're looking at them on the peg, they look, <laughs> I know, they, <laughs> they they look really, like like, crisp and clean. But right. then when I looked at them closer, there's all kinds of flash all over them. And like, oh, um, look at you. What? They got all kinds of flash all over them. Well, I'm just saying it's shit that's going to have to be filed off. And, you know, No, I know I, I got it. But look at you getting all technical and shit. That's what it's called, right? There's foxing around the edges. Some burrs and some bold lines. Oh, my God. Fucking. I know. Say it slower, right? Fucking nerd. Yeah. Say it slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might have to do this Hero Forge thing now again. 
I'll have to go back to it and see. So yeah, I got pretty far along doing mine mm-hmm. and it was like, man, you can customize everything except for a couple of things that I wanted. So it's like, you can, you can almost get there. They get you almost to the edge and then they're like, nope, gotta go. I feel you. Ain't, dude, ain't nothing in this world going to be exactly how you want it. Not I anymore. Know. I know. But I was also doing this on my phone using their customizer and oh. shit. So I bet it would be a lot easier if I did it on a PC with a mouse and Probably. a bigger screen and shit. Because you, like, you can like rotate their arms and their shoulders. and Oh, you can full on pose them. Fucking A, you can. Oh, okay. That's fucking cool, dude. I was like, I was like holy shit. You can, you can like, yeah, you can like rotate their wrists and their arms and... Like you can you can pick it like a just a pose and then you can like like adjust that even I was like right. I was like damn but they're all three D printed so I right but the, still the, the customizer tool on the web is pretty fucking slick I was gonna say that level of customization is fucked up yeah so wow. I, I don't know might have to try it can you put a hat on a dragonborn I think you can but I don't I'm not sure if you well it, I I'm not sure gotcha I'm not sure I you can. But I, I'm not sure if they had one that was like... Right. That fits. And obviously they don't have like a trench coat. I don't... Well, I'll take that back. They did have coats like that. Yeah, you're fucking this in Oak Island. You got a busy night ahead. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah, that's fucking fun, though. I, I didn't. I never really even considered minis for our shit. I thought about it... Um. But then I thought a, a drawing would be better or easier anyway, easier to get it the way we wanted it to look. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I that to me is like really all I thought. I because I thought of drawings too because it's like that's a great fucking visual to help sell your story to the audience. Yeah, yeah. Now maybe if there was a chance that we could ever play together, which I know is totally impossible with you know Jay Sarge being in well, yeah, Utah. That's... <laughs> That's going to be difficult. <laughs> so, yeah, minis never really came into the picture for me. Yeah, I just thought it would be cool. Right. Would you be into, like, battle maps and shit or nah? Um, I've thought of that, too. Those those yeah. can those can be um, helpful. Um, yeah. No, at least, for at sure. Least, at least, like, for visualizing the space. Not ne- I'm not necessarily into, like, oh, well, you're not exactly fucking, you know, no, but two squares away. And, yeah, but it gives you a spatial. What's going on. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, like, those Dwarven Forge things, I fucking nut every time I see a fucking ad for Dwarven Forge. Oh, yeah. Their shit is just sick. Well, see, that's the thing. Again, fucking Critical Role. If you watch it, you get to see all of that shit. Yeah, it is fucking filthy, that shit. And, and yeah, especially if you're, like, super imaginative with it. That's something that I've always thought would be cool is to have, you know, uh, a th- you know, a, a something to build the actual map out of. And not just right. have it drawn, you know? Right. Although I think drawn maps are awesome, too. Oh, no. That's used to be the only thing that was even possible. Right. Um, those are definitely cool. But I also think it would be cool to have a giant table that you could fucking build your, build your sets and shit on. And well, I mean, fucking people like to give model railroad people shit and be like, oh, what a lame loser. And I'm like... Not me. N- not really. That seems kind of fucking cool to me. Yeah. Like, and it's... Especially if you could build, like, a dungeon map for a and d game and just, like, reuse it and customize it however the fuck you want. Yep. That sounds fucking awesome to me. Like, intricately plot out a dungeon like that. They're so expensive. 
Oh, I know. Oh, I know. They're so expensive. I mean, it's like not that crazy for like a couple few pieces, but like to, right. b- to build something like a uh, something really usable and not just something right. for a, like a display is right. like not cheap. And then when you get into like the terrain of like trees and bushes and shit like that, that's when it really gets fucking. Because that's not just well, we can print this same block four times. You can lay it different ways, and boom, you got a floor. Yeah. So yeah, no, I know. Still fucking cool. Very cool. And then on the other hand, you have like uh, like Warhammer 40k, where they don't even really sell. Well, some companies do, but like that's all about that's part of the hobby is like making your own terrain and shit. Right. Yeah. And I mean that's what's cool is like you can bring that shit over into D and D. Yeah. Yeah. And if if you guys haven't caught on yet, we're both really itching to play. Yeah, we got to get that. We got to get that adventure finished. Uh, that's what's spoilers for you know the months ahead. That's what's really had me wanting to read Dragonlance. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like. I know. That would take a lot of work to do a book, and I think we've kind of talked about we want to do something a little bit lighter before we dive into something that big again. Yeah, so you decided you're just going to read it. Well, I asked you, it's like, you wouldn't mind, would you? And you're like, I don't give a fuck, I'm reading it too then. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. So I started reading it. You haven't started yet, but I started, because I was like, fuck that, I'm starting today, because I need to get a head start before he starts reading, because he's going to catch me really fast. I kept telling you, though, it's like, don't rush, because it's going to be a little bit for me. Well, yeah, I know, like, I know. Don't care. I know, but I didn't think I was going to get through it as quick as I have. I know, that was fucked up. Like, two days later, you're like, dude, I'm 120 pages in already. And I was right. like, what? Yeah, I have less than 100 pages left now. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And you're like, it's so good. <laughs> I'm getting to, I've got. I've gone through a few places where it's like, oh, I hope he can get through this. Because it's like, not like, um. No, this is good. Temper my expectations. Because like I said, between you, the cast of Critical Role, the fucking cast of Nerd Poker, and anybody associated with fantasy, all they do is fucking open wide and swallow the cock of those books. I mean, they're they're really good, but like I said, you got to remember two things. Well, at least two things. One, <laughs> this was aimed at like teenagers, right? In in the early eighties, right? Okay, and then second, um, these are basically to help push D anD D, right? So, right? There's a there's there's a lot of stuff that I've noticed in here that it was like, oh, they said that because that's in the rules. Ah, you know what I yeah. mean, like that kind of shit. Um, yeah, see, that and, the, and the shit, other thing, the other, me. the other thing that I'm picking up now more than I ever did, and it makes me um, like I can't believe that I was surprised when the annotated Chronicles book came out. Um, mm-hmm. It was like one of the first times I think they collected it in like hardcover. Okay. They collected all the books, and then it had notes from the authors, which I don't like. It's kind of obnoxious because half of every page is author's notes, and the other half is the actual book. Really? Yeah, so it's kind of obnoxious. But That's got to be a fucking giant book, too, then. It's pretty fucking big. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there were a lot of complaints or criticism I saw at the time because people complained about, well, the format, which I agree with is kind of lame, but there's not that much from there's not much that not much uh commentary or notes from margaret weiss right oh but it, it's mostly tracy hickman Uh oh he's apparently like super christian dude oh yeah 
And so, of course, everything he had, everything he made notes about, everything had to be, well, I wrote it this way on purpose because it's, uh, you know, has Jesus related, said. To, yeah, like it related to some biblical shit or something. Right. So I'm not surprised, I'm surprised that I was surprised by that now reading this book because I'm like, holy shit, dude, there's a whole lot of Christian shit in here. Like, not, not super obvious, but. When you put two and two together, you're like, "Oh fuck! I see what he's. I see what they're doing here. I know why they did. Right. I know why they added this in there, and I know why you know this is like this." And I've noticed there's a lot of no, well, not a lot, I guess, but there's a lot of similarity with Tolkien stuff. Ah, uh, like with the not necessarily. Well, I guess kind of the structure too, but like. Okay, now you're making me nervous. No, 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 no. It's definitely it's definitely not written like Tolkien. I'm saying. Um, I'm saying some of the uh, the pattern or the um, some of the notes are the same. Okay, it seems like hmm. like like some of the arch- like the archetypes and the right. um, you know the composition of the group and you know it's the same sh- you know but I mean that's that's to be expected because that's that's the formula that Tolkien invented. Right. I mean, I mean that was the only other big thing like that at the time too. Pretty much, yeah. Because it's not like now we're People have made, broke, and remade the mold so many times where it's like you can bring something fresh to it and not be like, okay, well, we've got to have two fucking hobbits or, you know, and we've got to have the fucking mysterious elf. Oh, yeah. Got those. <laughs> got the got the old wizard. You got the... The ranger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they're all pretty... I think they're unique enough that it, it's not... No, I know. It's not like, oh, this is just a ripoff. Right, but the I, like you said, the makeup of the party, though. Right, and there's also like some. Body once told me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I've noticed some like <laughs> some some pacing, maybe some pacing problems, or like certain things happen real fast, but then there's like it. It seems like they should have taken more time, or that it would have taken more time for stuff to happen. You know. Yeah, I can see that because I mean I've talked about myself sometimes where. I've written myself into corners and just be like, I need to get out of this. And all of a sudden shit changes real fucking quick. <laughs> Honestly, the, this was, uh, they were tasked with writing adventures for the, for Dungeons and Dragons. So right. they wrote all the modules and stuff for this Dragonlance campaign world. And then after that was a huge success, then they were like, Hey, let's make, let's write books set in this world with the characters we used when we came up, when we made these modules and shit. So I don't know that, I don't know that either one of them had actually written a book, like a novel oh, before. Gotcha. So some of it's a little stiff or, mm-hmm. or feels like it might be like fluff text in a, an adventure module or something, you know? Right. Uh, but I don't know. It's, it's a super easy read though. <laughs> well, see, the thing that worried me is like the print is really fucking small in it mine. It is so fucking small. I and I it's have like to like 500 pages too. I started out so I have the the hardback annotated one, okay? So that's like, you know, decent sized print. Right. But I wanted to go old school and keep it keep it fucking reels. <laughs> so I went and got my actual paperback from back in the day and was trying to read that. Read a page and was like, "Nope." Oh, I read I read quite a bit, but then I started alternating between that <laughs> that that and my tablet. Oh God! Because sometimes I don't have the book by me, 
So when I have a chance, I'll just start reading it on the tablet. And then finally, I was just like, it's too hard to read that book. I'm going to have to, this is way easier. <laughs> this is way easier to read. So, so I must, I must confess that about halfway through, I, I kind of didn't go back to the paperback. You're disappoint me. Yeah, I know. But my, <sighs> my eyes are so bad, though. Oh, I know. Why the fuck do you think that I wanted that, like, full-page magnifier? And you're like, you might as well just get a fucking stand-up lamp. And it's like, but that's, like, $50 more expensive. <laughs> yeah, my eyes are so bad that when I was reading the paperback, I I didn't even try to use in my bifocals. And that worked a little bit, helped. But right. really what I'd end up doing was take my glasses off and fucking put the book, like, three inches from my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then it was and clear that's as day. Helpful. Yeah, that's healthy. That's good for your eyes. I think yeah. to uh, to to read things that closely. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Good lord. Yeah, we both need fucking full page magnifiers. I know. I've looked at them. Me too. And you were acting like I was fucking stupid. Well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's true, but you don't have to agree. <laughs> You can every once in a while be like, no, you're totally are not. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it the other day. And another thing, because reading these campaign guides are kind of, you know, they're kind of heavy. Yeah. I was looking at a fucking book holder, too. Yeah. That's the other thing about um, that annotated Chronicles is it's it is so big. It's fucking like unwieldy. It's like uncomfortable to fucking read this. It's so heavy. Yeah. Well, that I hate to keep bringing it up, but that those two critical role books, the one with the comic and then the world of one, dude, those are heavy motherfuckers. I think the one is something like five pounds or more. Damn. And it's like five pounds doesn't sound like much until you're reading for like 10 minutes. Then it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. So, yeah, I was looking at book holders, which they're like 16 bucks. Cool ones. (laughs) So I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm. I mean, the one I saw was pretty cool. They've got some that are more expensive that it's like, that's just egregious. You're fucking gilding the lily with that. Fucking turns the pages for you. Fucking A. Damn near it. But yeah, I saw a black one that's got two page holders, one on each side. Mm, It it looks fucking nice. I'll have to show it to you. Yeah. It's good for like big books. Yeah. It looks like at least. But, uh,. I was like, Jesus, this is how sad my life is, where I'm like, I need a book holder and a full-page magnifier. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. They look cool. <laughs> yeah. Just think, you're not even 30 yet. Uh, yes, I am. Oh, did you turn 30? Oh, that's right. You did turn 30 this year. Uh, yeah. It's all downhill. Kind of is. Yep. People used to say it, and I didn't believe them, that when you hit 30, shit starts breaking. Oh, I believed it. Yeah, well, I, then I turned 30 and shit started falling apart, and it was like, what the fuck? And then you and got then, all like, d- indignant, and you're like, why didn't anybody tell me? And they're like, dick, we did. Then you hit 40, and it's like, now shit's not just fucking breaking down, it's like falling off. <laughs> and then, like, you get to almost 50, and you're like, do I have to keep living? <laughs> fucking A. Yeah, well, that's why we need to get on Spotify or Sirius or XM, whatever the fuck they're called these days. We need to get on their dick and be like, pay us to fucking pod, dicks, so we can take care of all of our ailments. <laughs> you can start gluing pieces back on. <laughs> Speaking of books. Yeah. My favorite fucking topic ever. Yeah. One, fucking that Critical Role novel is going to be out soon, dude. 
Oh, shit. I just found a tweet from last year. I think it was September 13th of last year where I was like, I'm shocked that they don't have novels. Well, I quoted it earlier, and I was like, I'm shocked that there's almost a novel. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I was like, I don't remember what the fuck I said. Either way, I kind of quoted it and rephrased it for, you know, updated for this year, and I was like, yeah, that's funny. But... Fuck all that. I already talked about that, and I'm excited, and it's cool, but fuck that. More importantly, did you hear the good news? And I'm not talking about fucking some dude annoying you on a Sunday morning talking about Jeebus. Uh, no. I guess I haven't. You did. You heard the good news. Oh, well, fuck, then. I don't know what it was. Fucking new Dan Chamble book. Oh, that good news. Oh, the best news. Yep. I, I could only imagine what was going on at your house when you found out. Jackson Pollock, baby. Ew. Yeah, fucking double you. Fuck yeah. I was down to clown, dude. Didn't he work in color, though? You think I don't? Fair enough. <laughs> Black light turns everything to color. Ew. Fair enough. But yeah, there's no fucking details yet. All he said is that he was rereading the first book, and it's like, dude, fucking, you said it once, pay me 15 bucks, I'll reread them again, even though I just did, I'll reread them again and give you a Bible to be like, look, this is what you said in book one. <laughs> <laughs> but he re- he said he was rereading the first book so he could, uh... Get back into it. Yeah, he wanted to get back into the world, and it's like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait. Hopefully it comes out before the end of the year. But with all the research he's got to do to get back into it. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be shocked. He's been so fucking slammed with Dune shit lately, though. Seems like he's got new books all the time. Uh, He does. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, it feels like he's always got some book he's advertising or like this is coming out or... Reissuing or something. Yeah. 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 Very busy. He is. And see, that's to me, it's why, that's why I'm like, doing shamble shit should be easy then, because you've always got something else coming out to fucking pull in a check, you know? You can focus on the passion project, but I mean, when they come to you and you're, they're like, we want three new Dune books and give us like a 12-issue comic and a graphic novel, Dune's big business, especially with that movie that's supposed to be coming at some point, which I don't know, dude, I'm that movie sounds interesting just for the cast alone. Which one? Dune? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know shit about Dune. I read the book, the first one, the original. Yeah, I know you're not big on it, but... I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't, like... It wasn't life-changing. Right. I think it's kind of a... It, it may be like a you-had-to-be-there kind Possibly. of kind, kind of situation where you had to be there when it was new. Right. To really yeah, get see, to really get the effect of it. Like I said, I don't really know shit about it. The only thing I've heard about Dune, really, is from, like, Dune fans being like... Fucking Star Wars is just a ripoff of Dune, so fuck it. That's not even close to true. Yeah, I mean, from the little I've gathered about Dune, it seems like there are similarities, but to call Star Wars a ripoff of it does not sound anywhere near accurate from the very little I know. Yeah, I don't remember all of it, but basically it's, uh, yeah, I can't even really explain it. It's not what I thought it was going to be, really. To me, it kind of reminds me of the Stargate movie more, from what I've heard. Um, maybe a little bit, but it's, uh, well, no, no, not, not like that, really, but it's, 
it's like um, the main character, if I remember correctly, the main character was like a member of this important family, okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if they were like senators or governors or what, whatever, king or whatever the fuck they were of this planet. Dukes. Yeah, but they, I don't remember exactly. Somehow they're killed and the sun goes off and eventually hooks up with these nomad type people and they live out in the desert and i don't know they eventually throw overthrow the government or some shit i don't remember exactly right it's probably more um it's more it's there's more to it than that but that's for sure yeah that's basically what i remember it was okay i remember it being kind of slow and and feeling like a couple times where it was like well this is where this book probably should have ended because it travels i mean it, it 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 covers like lots of time too. Right. So it kind of feels like a few books in one. Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. I think Frank Herbert on his own did like 7 to 10 books and then I think now his son Brian and Kevin J Anderson have together done something like 20. Yeah. I mean there's there's so many fucking dune books. I see dune books all the time like when we were moving my father-in-law's yep. friend's house. There's like he had a fucking boxes and boxes of Dune books, and it was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what what number book is this? Like, what? Right? How do you even know what what the order of these books is? You kind of need like a fucking Star Wars EU timeline just to figure yeah. it all out. It's like every time I run into a Dune book somewhere, it's a fucking Dune book I've never seen before. Exactly. It's like, how could there be this many? And I mean, to be fair, they do reissue them every once in a while with new covers. Oh. That could be part of it too. But I'm I'm telling you, dude, there's more than thirty fucking Dune books. I I believe that. So, unless you can remember the titles to them all, I, there's a good chance you've run into quite a few you've never seen before recently. <laughs> well, could be. They're finishing out a trilogy right now, and I I know they wanted to get it done for the movie for sure, or at least get into it for the movie. And I think like the first maybe book is out maybe the second and then like i said through boom studios they're doing comics and graphic novels and shit yeah so there's if you're a dune fan there's more than enough content out there for you and then like on hbo max they're doing a show too a spinoff show oh yeah Mm-hmm. because he and i sort of touched on that because i was like what is your involvement with the movie and he's he said basically not much, but he is. Him and Brian are more involved with the show than the movie. Sounds fucking cool, especially like something like that. If like you grew up loving it and reading it like he did, it that's got to be fucking awesome to be involved with it someday. Yeah, or to actually shape the lore rather. So good for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. We, you and I have talked about it a bunch, but I want to read those fucking Hex World slash Gamma Earth novels. Yeah. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I've looked at those I, books a couple times. Uh-huh. I have too. I think the re-releases are... Uh, the second one just came out not too long ago. Right. Which is good. That means there's plenty of options to choose from to get those too. But yeah, oh, they look so good. Yeah, Shamble novel. New one. There's no details, no title, no anything yet. We just know that he's gearing up for it. I'm ready. I'm so fucking ready. Yeah, it's crazy how much he writes. I know. 
I mean, it's like. Well, fucking he he just put out. He's got another book coming out. Um, about uh, what is it? Oh, um, about like submitting f- short stories and shit because every year for that writing month or whatever in November, mm-hmm. he writes a book for it. Last year or a couple years ago, he did one about like dictation because that's how he writes. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's got that too. Fucking, I think not even counting like the hex world stuff, which is reissue. I think in like the last three or four years, he's put out like six to eight books. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking, crazy. I don't know how the fuck he does it. I know it's crazy. It's like Stephen King production. More so because King only puts out like a book a year, doesn't he? Um, he does more than one a year, I think. Sometimes, but yeah, does he? Yeah, it's like. It's crazy. It's like, where does all this come from? Yeah, how can you be that fucking imaginative? Yeah. It's like, you're like just a machine churning out mm-hmm. imagination. And just think, there's universes where it's not imagination. Those characters are real. You're like, all right, we're done. You ain't breaking my brain tonight. <laughs> I got rabbit holes to go down, fucker. I need to know about Oak Island. <laughs> I already forgot about Oak Island. <laughs> <laughs> I reminded you though. I know. Um, there's just so many fucking cool, fun books on the horizon. I've I've said before, like lately, yeah, TV and movies are cool and shit, but fucking give me a book, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm looking for something because all this digital shit, all this electronic shit, is like getting on my nerves. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, if you want to be if you want to be honest, that's one reason why I haven't been so good about cutting stuff. Oh no, I I can imagine. It's just like I can't, I can't do fucking computer shit. Yeah, I can't I can't I, I can't do it. It gets to be too much. No, I know, I understand. I mean, with that and then everything else you got going on, it's like I get it. Yeah, but I mean, even on top, like not even counting the other stuff, it's just like I just can't. Right. No, I know. Like I I got to do something other than something in an electronic world. I got to do something in the real world. My house is falling down around my ears. I got to do something. I get the feeling. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I mean, I keep trying to encourage you. I, I mean, I know technically it kind of involves digital shit, but I keep trying to encourage you to write and shit, or at least it's some form of creation, you know? Yeah, that's true. I know. I know. That's why I was hoping to find those minis and give me um, like motivation to paint something. Right. Every time you talk about shit like that, and like when you used to talk about your action figure customizing, yeah, there's a little part of me that wants to be like, "Can you make me a Scooby Doom figure?" <laughs> uh, that would actually probably be pretty easy. I, for somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing, yeah, I bet. I, I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good to take a break from it. I mean, that's why I told you like all last week. I I kept saying almost every fucking day, I gotta get some cutting done because mm-hmm. you know at a certain point the well's gonna run dry and it's just gonna be like a bank of shit that's uncut. So it's like I gotta get some cutting done. But I started writing that story and it's like, no, this is good. This is going someplace. It's a break from that and it's just pen to pay or pencil to paper and mm-hmm. off you go. Yeah. That was just so fucking fun. We're going to talk about it more later, but that was just so much fucking fun for me to do something. Like, I've never written a story like that before. Yeah. 
it's just so fucking weird, different and out there that it's like, I like this. So, yeah, no, I, I get what you're talking about when it's like, I need a break from everything, you know, robotic. And I don't mean that in the way that we you mean, mean that. You mean robotic. <laughs> yeah, robotic. Yeah. Yeah, I got to remember to make the distinction there. Hello there, robot. Um, but yeah, feels like a show, huh? That was pretty good. I could mm-hmm. I could mention that I fell back into the uh, hip comic trap. See, I've been avoiding that and a books, which fucking a books, dude. That's my hip comic. Yeah, I've been avoiding that because I I just started looking into it when you were like, "Oh, this is awesome! Oh, dude, this thing's fucking cool! Oh, I gotta get away from it!" And then I was like, "Dude, they've got the X Men uh, TNG crossovers, and they're cheap." And you're like, uh-huh, they suck gin. And then I found a books, and I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. But, yeah. what Have, have you gotten anything good? Uh, I got uh, Alien Legion number three for 99 cents. Ooh. And I got a couple Micronauts coming and a couple. Actually, I got uh, four G.I. Joe books, I think. Mm. Um for 99 cents a piece nice yeah so yeah I'm trying, I'm trying to keep it i just happened to click on one of the emails they sent and i was like <laughs> Ooh, i haven't checked this out in a while and i was like oh look look at that i don't have that one you checked one of their hey baby are you mad emails mm-hmm. yeah the one of the 10 that they send me every week yeah 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 i was looking at that a books and uh that spider-man super thriller book i showed you Apparently, they didn't do too many of those, so I was like, oh, shit, so it might be possible to get them all through there. Because mm. mm. I got the first one, like, when it came out, like, back in 96 or whatever, and then shit just got crazy with my grandpa's dying and all that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, one, I was too young to even be like, there's the next one of these coming out, or whatever, but yeah. it just kind of fell off the radar. Sure. Then it was just like, I kind of forgot about them. And every once in a while, I'd see that book and be like, oh, yeah. I mean, I've read that fucker like four times, that one that I've got with Venom. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I look at it and it's like, huh, wonder if we could find those somewhere. I'm sure you can. Ah, well, fuck it. Well, well, like I told you, on eight books, I found at least three. And they vary in quality, obviously. That's the only thing that I'm not super stoked about A books on. Yeah. It doesn't look like any of the sellers put pictures of the actual book. Yeah, that bothers me too. Yeah. Like Hip Comic, they it's all the real shit. I mean, it may be lit well or favorably, or they may like kind of selectively crop things out that mm-hmm. that if you look close enough you can you can tell like, oh, there's a fucking rip there. I can see it. Yeah. But it's it's actually the actual item. But a right. books, a books. It looks like mostly stock pictures, or no stock pictures. pictures, or like it's a picture that one fucker took and then everybody used. Yeah, right. So it essentially becomes a stock picture, right? But I, and I've noticed eBay does that too, where sometimes they don't show you the book; they show you right. a stock picture, or like again, I've searched Star Trek books and shit, or D and D books. You'll yeah. find them. But it'll be the same fucking image on, like, four different listings that some other fucker took. So it's like, am I going to get a fucking daycare copy? Right. I don't want no daycare copy. No. 
because fucking drool and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only reservation I have about that place. But yeah, no, I feel you. But I'm I'm close to fucking being like, let's take a chance. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's worth taking a chance if it's not super expensive. I mean, they got tons I, of those Black Eagle books too. Right. That's not very. Right. That's not really fair though for me to get one of those and be like, oh, the quality was shit because I have not seen any that were like. They were not fucking tobacco stained and right, nicotine yeah. smoke damaged all to hell because that was the time period and that was the type of people buying those books. I was gonna say the people <laughs> fucking reading them, they were fucking sitting there. You know that's a whole smoking away and you know that's a whole genre. Oh of, yeah, but it's it's uh what do they call it? Advent male adventure fantasy or some shit oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like a whole genre. There's like there were other books like this Black Eagle series. I, I fell down a whole rabbit hole of of those too because i searched the series to see like which books come in what order and Mm -hmm. uh then there was like you might also be interested in this and i went and there was like a whole bunch of other series similar to that god dude and i was like what the fuck and then i then i hit the uh the wikipedia for like uh that genre i was like there's a whole fucking genre for this this is actually has a name we are so fucking similar Cause I do that same fucking shit when I catch, I know, isn't it? (laughs) I catch an interest in something. I'm just like, I've got to fucking learn everything about this. The order they come in, all of that shit. And then it leads me down a rabbit hole like that. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is like a real, this is a real thing. And like, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's adult male, uh, like basically superhero books, but they're not, they're like based on real life. Right. But they would be like, like, they would be like, um you know safari books and fucking uh french foreign legion books and fucking vietnam uh, books vietnam books like that or world war ii books and i was well, like holy like shit that mafia three book that i just posted the review of not too long ago mm-hmm. that they call that a crime novel but it, it's not i mean okay there's a crime family in it but horseshit that is straight up a fucking vietnam war fantasy adventure novel type thing Really? Yeah. It it's about the fucking main character of Mafia Three and how like he learned all the skills that he uses in the game oh, to take in over Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, and he's in Vietnam, fucking, and basically he he's sent into this little village, and I think it's on the border of Laos, where like he's got to basically train this village to help themselves. Like he builds water infrastructure and all that they build better huts and shit he trains them with weapons and that's it that's the fucking book and i'm like this is not a crime novel this is a fucking war novel i i'm not complaining at all i thought it was awesome i fucking lincoln clay i think is a great character but it's like this is not a fucking crime novel this is just straight up a war like a, a black ops espionage war fucking guerrilla war novel and it led me down a rabbit hole of being like, yeah, that's a fucking genre of like pulpy guerrilla war mm-hmm. shit that it's just some fucker against an army or a troop of fuckers against an army. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's like the romance novel for men. Uh, straight up. 100 fucking percent. <laughs> that's exactly what it because, is. Because, yeah, I mean, and they were coming out at the same time. And yeah, fucking chicks would get their... Like, 200-page, little thin romance, or something else I've noticed, like, Little House on the Prairie novels. Oh, yeah. And dudes would be like, 
whatever, stupid woman. And then they'd go get fucking little cheap 200-page westerns or war novels or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing, yeah. And, like, those those really old 70s Marvel novels that I've done the reviews of, they sort of fit into that same niche mm. where it's like they're not overly complicated. They're just, like, super thin 200-page novels where they tell you a quick, fun, pulpy story, and you're out. And it's like, that's fucking awesome. I Don't get me wrong. I love the fucking big 300-page superhero novels and fucking sci-fi Star Wars novels and Star Trek novels and the D&D novels, but there's, there's some- something to be said uh, yep. for somebody who can concisely tell a compelling fucking story like that. Yeah. Because, fucking, again, spoilers, book's not coming out yet, but that Spider-Man novel I'm talking about, it's technically a fucking YA novel, but it's yeah. like a 160-page novel. It feels like a B-plot of a Spider-Man, a big Spider-Man novel, mm-hmm. but it's just a fun, quick adventure, takes place over like two days, three days, maybe a little longer. There's no fucking 500 problems you gotta deal with. There's one pro or uh, like three problems, one solution. That's it. I, I like that sometimes. I don't need fucking three to 500 page novels. Yeah, no, there's something to be said for that. Like, yeah, like the 007 novels, the original ones. Which those I want to read those, those were so super, Those were super short, super fast reads. So bad I want to read those. Raymond Chandler, super short. I mean, not mm-hmm. super short, but you know what I mean? Like, right. They're, well, they're, they're not going to take you a month to read. Right. Well, when you gave me that Black Eagles novel, you're like... Well, it's kind of short, and it was written in the 70s or whatever, the 80s, and I was like, so? That doesn't bother me at all. Right, fucking. well, yeah. I was just I was just warning you that this isn't, like, going to be high literature. Right, but to me, it's like, the thing you got to worry about is, like, be careful giving me this, because then I might be like, yo, you got any more of that Black Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fucking pretty, they're rare, dude. Yeah, they're hard. They're hard to come by. That's why I was surprised that, like, even that eight books, they don't have all of them. Yeah, and like you search eBay, and um, they don't have they don't have all of them either. I might have a couple links I can give you because well, I don't want to tell you where I've gotten them from because that might, well, fuck it. Eric Idle tweeted them, so if people are gonna know, they're gonna know. Yeah, uh, but he tweeted out this online bookseller that he gets shit from and it's i think it's european based but they're like we are the bookstore of the world it's rare hard to find used books and shit hmm so i might have to dig through his tweets a little bit and find that for you because i was on there and i found a couple things they the shit i was looking at was a little bit expensive but it was just like a books and fucking amazon and ebay where it's like Here's the fucking very fine copy for, you know, like right. 20 bucks, but here's all these other sellers who have it for way cheaper. So, you never know. You might be able to find it there, especially if it's a worldwide seller. Yeah, could be. Because, I mean, fuck, you know, I've gotten a book from Australia that I couldn't find here, so. True. Shit makes its way around the world. Sure does. Fuck, I want to stop and start reading. Haha, <laughs> me too. I've got, let's see. Four more days, I think, until the new book year starts. The new book year. Yep. Because I write down all my books. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. You, you, I have like a 
timeline of all the books I've read for the last 15 years now. Holy shit. Yeah. Same notebook. Pretty fucking cool. It's fucked up because I can look at that timeline and be like, this is what happened here. This is what happened then. Fucking, it's crazy. Hmm. I've noticed in the last couple years, there's been more short stories creeping in with like Conan, Sherlock, all that type of shit. Lovecraft. But yeah, it's fun. Reading, kids. Do it. Yeah, it's fundamental. Riff. Riff, riff. Back to what got us on the topic of reading again. Shambled. New book coming soon. You fuckers need to go out and get these books so he'll be like, oh shit, we're having a run on these. We need to fucking write more. It's self-serving. I want more shamble. Shamble? I don't even know what it's called anymore, but I want it. Shamble. That's, wasn't he like a mayor of St. Louis? Shamble? Shamble? Oh, I don't know. Vince Shamble? That would mean I pay attention to this fucking godforsaken town. I believe it was before you were born anyway, so. Oh, well, there you go. Anywho. Now I gotta look it up. Vincent C. Shamel Jr. was the 42nd mayor of St. Louis, Missouri, serving three terms from 1981 to 1993. I was two when he left office. Yep, he got his ass whooped by Mel Carnahan. Was he the dead guy? He was the dead guy, but this was when he was alive. Right, obviously, but wasn't he the one that the fucker lost to the dead guy? Uh, yeah, because uh, he was running... And he was killed in a plane accident, plane crash. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so he was still on the ticket. So, yeah, guy lost to a dead guy. And didn't his fucking his wife? wife? His wife yep. served the term, yeah. So I guess apparently I do pay attention to local shit. That's when he was... Uh, uh, governor or something. Right, governor. Wasn't it? Right, yeah. it was a governor race. Yeah, see, I do pay attention to local shit, apparently. I remember that was big fucking news. Oh, it was huge news, yeah. What year did he die? 90, or 2003, or I mean 2000. Yeah, okay. So my grandpas were both dead by that point. I remember, I think we were at my grandma's when that news broke, and she had this busted ass, like, CRT TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh my God, turn on the news, or turn on the TV. Yep. That's another thing that's died away, where it was like, oh my God, something's happening, turn on TV. Now people are like, oh my God, go, go to, to Twitter. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Go to Twitter, Facebook, fucking Periscope, something. Although people don't really use Periscope anymore. People listening are like, why the fuck do we give a shit about your dead mayor, governor, whatever the fuck? Fuck you, this is important. I'm trying to see where it says for sure what he died of. Uh, Propeller through the neck. No. <laughs> uh, 2000. Well, you, th you look that up while I do our Patreon thank yous, okay? Oh, that's what it was. Okay, never mind. He was, oh shit, yeah. So in 2000, he ran against John Ashcroft for the Senate. Oh. While he was still governor, because he was going to stop being governor, and then... Ah. Uh. So it was a heated and intense campaign in which Carnahan traveled all over Missouri to garner support in what was a very close race. However, on October 16th, the night before a presidential de debate, just three weeks before the election, the twin-engine Cessna plane he was flying on, which was piloted by his son Randy, lost control Randy. and crashed. Yep, all three on board. Mel Carnahan, his son, and some other dude, or his campaign advisor, killed. Wow. That would be my luck. I'd fucking die in a plane crash and be some other dude. <laughs> Let's see. Let's, uh, That's why I'm never getting on a plane. Okay, see. you look that up. I'll do the Patreon thank yous, okay? Okay. That way, people will have to listen through the thank yous and shit. 
Patreon shoutouts, as per usual, go to at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0, at Spider Scooby, at Steboost, at AC Farrell 1976, at S Morgan 21, at Josh MGA, at Midnight Smoke One, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at TESD Groupie, at Tank Top Ant, at Forgeticus, <laughs> and at Katya Queen. Okay, what's, what else you got? Uh, that was it. It was. Uh... Oh, fuck! <laughs> Son of a bitch! No, that was it. He he was running against Ashcroft for Senate, and that's when he was killed. And then, yeah, couldn't they couldn't take his name off the ballot, right. so that that's why his his wife was unofficially the uh, the candidate, I guess. That's so fucked up. I know we were joke we were jokes for a while across the country because they're like, "Fucking, you voted for a dead guy." I think Carlin mentioned it in one of his specials because he was talking about Ashcroft, and he was like, "In Missouri, he lost to a fucking dead guy." Yep. Joke's on us. He then he became fucking attorney general of the United States. So, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. Good, good job. Good job, guys. Anyway, moving on. Regular thank yous, right? <laughs> yeah. At the J Sarge, thanks for the music. At Sherry Archinoff, thanks for the logo. At Looking for Eight, thanks for our Knights of Nod design. And at Steve Boost, thanks for our Nerd Rats design. Do you have any other things you want to comment on? Nope. Other other than other than I just realized how fucking boring that whole conversation probably was for people. No. Why do you think that was boring? Because I fucking was joking about it? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what made me think about it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That was kind of not very interesting. <laughs> Who gives a I shit? I doubt that. <laughs> Who gives a shit about politicians in this state? Oh, okay. You got a point there, but... It's fascinating that somebody lost to a dead guy. He was a piece of shit, though. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Because he was such a great governor. Yeah. Fucking speaking of... Go- okay. We'll get to the governor thing. I want to pick up on that after the this. So y'all got to listen through if you don't. Uh, our shit. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at nerdblitz.com. Go su- subscribe, rate, and review, and check out all of those things. Go to nerdblitz.com. We need more views over there, goddammit. Uh, get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio or by going to teespring.com and searching the nerdblitz. Uh, get yourself some extra audio. At this point, there's well over 62 hours. I'm betting probably 63 or 65. <laughs> there's well over 62. You know, there's like 63. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh... <laughs> Probably closer to 65 hours of content by going to patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. And together we're at nerdblitzpod. Speaking of fucking governors, Arnold, he was such a fucking shit stain out in California. I hate to admit it because I'm on the record on this show. I've never been a fan of him. I don't understand why everybody's so fucking obsessed with him. I know that breaks your fucking heart because you are a fan of him. Mm-hmm. But I've never fucking gotten it. The dude earned my respect in a big bad way lately. Oh, with the with the f- screw your freedom. Yeah, we're because people keep saying I ain't wearing a mask. My freedom, my freedom. He's like, yeah. When the greater good is in play, screw your freedom. And I was like, yeah. He said it perfect. He said, with freedom comes obligation. Exactly. Yes. 
and that's the thing that certain people in this world, but specifically this country, don't want to fucking understand. But yeah, dude fucking gained a lot of respect from me with that. And it's like, you know what? Now I kind of feel bad about, you know, how shitty I've been about him in the past. <laughs> yeah, I was I wasn't surprised cuz he's been on top of this on this bandwagon oh, since 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 the beginning of Oh, like I know. he was like he was putting out like TikTok videos and shit telling people to right. stay home but and, you know. This was the most Oh, like, this was vocal like, he's been. Oh yeah, and it was like direct and confrontational he's basically he just told everybody to go fuck themselves right and there was another thing uh he was talking about uh he he wrote a thing i think it was on instagram where he was like no what you need to do is go to experts real experts if you want to build up your body you come to talk you come and talk to somebody like me mm-hmm. if you want to fucking talk about science you go to actual scientists and he goes i haven't run across an actual scientist yet who has said, like, masking is bad, vaccines are bad, anything like that. So, quit your bullshit, basically, was the point of what he was saying. And I was like, God damn, this dude is forcing me to like him. (laughs) Yep. And it's like, maybe I should fucking reconsider his movies now with this in mind. But then it's like, well, he did fuck California, so. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, fucking, I, I gotta give credit where credit's due. Fucking... The way he's been talking about and his, as they say now, his messaging on this has been pretty fucking spot on. Yeah. The one thing I worry about, though, because this has been big news, too, it's like, is he one of those celebrities that's like, I take a shower every fucking week or so? Oh, fuck. You want to talk about disgusting shit? (laughs) Somebody I lost respect for, fucking Mila Kunis and Kristen Bell. What the fuck? Stanky ass. Get in there with a washcloth or something. <laughs> Kristen Bell don't take showers either? Oh, no. Her and her, her husband are like, no, fucking, once you catch a smell, that's when you need to fucking take a shower. I thought they were talking about their kids. I'm sure the fucking rules apply to them, too. Mm, not necessarily. Ah, uh, come on. I take, I take a shower every day. My kids don't. That's grody. Yeah, well, you try to get this fucking kid to take a shower. Oh, I can fucking make that shit happen quick, fast, and in a hurry. I'm sure you could. You're like, threatening a life does not help. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, have to, you have to remember, I'm trying to raise a functional human being here, not a, a sociopath. Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> not much, really. Exactly. That's, that's when you're like, fucking no YouTube, no fucking video games, nothing. Oh, so you want to get menendez Hey. <laughs> All outcomes work for me. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Wash your fucking ass at least once a day. Got it? You're like, oh, God, he's still going on this. (laughs) At least once a day, wash your fucking ass and wear a fucking mask. Got it? Yep. All right. Now you can do the thing. Bye. I got to go take a shower. Oh, you got to polish your wood again? Uh-huh. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. <laughs>